Talkie Talk, podcast from the media by us.com. Uh, once again, we are without David today, so uh, we miss you, David. Uh, without him, it's just it's me hosting this one. I'm Brent, and I'm joined by TJ. Hey. And Chris. Hello. And uh, we're going to be talking talk today. <laughs> yeah, we're doing something uh, different we've never done before. Right, so uh, last week, y- y- listeners, our faithful listeners, heard uh, David uh, give us the homework, the talk of fame homework of American Werewolf in London, and uh, since David's not here, we like to have do a four-man uh, talk of fame podcast, so we're going to table that for a week, and we'll have that for you next week so uh, you got an extension on your homework that's right you guys have more time to watch the shortest homework we've assigned in ages it's the one week you will never you won't need it right Um, but no uh, so Chris and TJ have actually kind of put together a little topic for us today and so what do you got planned for us we've uh, all three I think been watching a fair amount of horror movies more so than the average week I did watch one, and that's more than my average week. <laughs> it's October, so. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk um, that genre, which I feel like is more so than like a drama or comedy, has uh, so many offshoots and genres within the genre, and nobody really knows what they are. And, you know, I call uh, The Shining a horror movie, and, like, my girlfriend says, like, it's not a horror movie, it's a, it's a thriller. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, what all those things mean. Slashers, horrors, horror mm-hmm. comedies. Um, so, I don't know. I think Chris had a pretty good like lead-in question to kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah, kind of kind of exploring the gray area of it. You know, it's... it's Horror movies, to me, are kind of like pornography. Is The famous quote is, you know, you know it when you see it. Sure. Uh, um... And you know, you, you like the Exorcist is pretty easy to classify, but where do you put a movie like Cabin in the Woods? Right, a movie that is kind of a satire on the whole movie genre is built. And if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, go watch it. You know, skip the next like minute and a half. But you know, is. So have you seen it, Brent? Yeah, I just, okay. I'm sorry. I just am fo- so focused on the horrors like pornography uh, <laughs> because I was like, yeah, I mean, my wife's okay if I watch it as long as she doesn't have to watch it too. <laughs> Once she, I go to the bathroom. She, 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 you know, she's not a big, huge fan of horror movies. So, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Cabin in the Woods <laughs> occupies this weird space where it's obviously paying homage but still poking fun at the genre. It has some genuinely scary moments in it. But does that classify outside a horror movie? I definitely think it is at least under the umbrella of horror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would probably call it a horror comedy. It's not scary. There are parts of it that the the zombie attack is scary, but it's done in a funny way. When it's on the screen in the back and they're all celebrating and you see her getting like mutilated and tortured. Yeah. Um, on the screens. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Horror comedy is a yeah, definitely a genre. Right, I think that's what that is probably. Yeah, what would you call it's it? a comedy as well as a horror movie. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would call it, and it's got bad company, but I would put it in the realm of like scary movie. 
Where yeah, I mean, that's where it's a horror comedy, but also to add another hyphen, it's a satire right. or parody. Yeah, that actually, it kind of reminds me of, like, music arguments where people don't want to, like, if, if if people really like one genre of music, they don't want to let bad, like, right. the shitty kind into their genre. So people will be like, uh, I don't know, like, early, like, collective soul, that's not grunge. I don't know, man, it sounds just like all the other grunge, except it was just way shittier. Right. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. uh, I, that kind of makes me think that some people are probably like that with, with, uh, with movies, too, like. I don't yeah. want to call that horror because I don't like it. Right. And I like horror. And, and I, like I don't horror. like bad things. Right. Yeah. No, so I don't, I don't consider scary it. movie a, a horror movie. Right. Because a scary movie isn't really a horror movie. Not first and foremost. First and foremost, it's comedy. It's a comedy horror and not a horror comedy. Yet. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. But it, it, it can't exist without being in the horror movie space. It has... Mm-hmm. It has reverence it, for all yeah, of it. It takes up some space in that Venn diagram of yeah. that horror, that circle. Maybe a small corner of that circle. Right. <laughs> uh, you brought up The Exorcist. Um, that's a good point that I think Chris brought up a couple of weeks ago, and, and uh, my girlfriend, Cassandra, too. Because this is something, not just for a topic for today, but we've been talking about for a while. Now. Yeah, it's something we've been talking about for years. Because I'll, I'll call a movie like, oh yeah, it was a really good, really good horror movie. teacher will be like, is it a horror movie? Yeah. But, uh... Does a horror movie need to have supernatural elements? Need being the word I chose specifically. Not at all. I don't think. What's a a good example of a horror movie with no supernatural elements? I mean, I think Alien is a is a horror movie. I think that's pretty clearly supernatural. Yeah, I would call that supernatural. <clears throat> I mean, it's sci-fi. It is uh, outside of the known. It is a super aspect of nature I thought supernatural think of not paranormal oh. like oh okay supernatural okay okay right um, um like yeah I would say that Freddy and Jason are definitely supernatural horror movies but uh Halloween maybe not right Halloween less so I mean you can get into in the, in the, in the, in the sequels maybe yeah but the first two and like just a big dude the unkillable Michael Myers right but what's a good horror movie that's not supernatural? That's a, it's a hard question when I ask myself that. I couldn't think of a ton. Because because most things, when Scream? you think of like... Scream a horror movie? <laughs> See, I don't think so. I think, I think Scream is, is you know, the, the genesis for the reinvigoration of the slasher genre. Like, if they would have unmasked the, the, the Scream ghost and... What's, what's the name of that thing? It's got a name. Spooky Face? Ghostface. Ghostface, that's right. Ghostface Killer. Spooky Face. Ghostface Killer, yeah. Spooky Face. If they unmasked it and it was like, oh, it was my dead grandma who lived in this house and hates that Drew Barrymore lives here. Or something. And is cooking popcorn on the stovetop instead of the microwave. Right. Um, then I'd be like, okay, yep, that's supernatural. Right. I feel better, you know, putting this because I mean they, they play on that the how can this killer be everywhere so fast how does he like keep isolating these kids and it's like oh well the big reveal is there was two of them there's two dudes right who were just like crazy and stabby well, what about Psycho Psycho's tough it's definitely horror and it's definitely not supernatural hmm yeah I guess that might be I mean because it's not it's not really slasher right he kills like two people yeah. 
Yeah, and Wonder just like they confront him with. I mean, it's not even like in that slasher sense where where the, he sneaks up on somebody. I mean, the he kills one of the cops right yeah. with just like when they confront him. Right. Um, what about Jaws? Would you Jaws. call that supernatural? The shark just being a little more bloodthirsty than the aside from shark? the first scene in Jaws, I think Jaws is an action movie, and that's the way I feel about Alien as well. Hmm. I mean, you can have action horror also, right? But yeah. like Alien, like I, I was shocked years ago, and Brett said like one of the scariest movies he's ever seen is Alien, and the movie is not scary to me at all. Hmm. I think it's great, but it's not scary. It's it's an a- action movie, and like I said, aside from that first scene in Jaws, which is fucking horrifying. Um. It's an action movie. I'm not really scared of Jaws. You don't. You're not waiting for that shark to come up. He just kind of comes out of the water, and it's, you know, whoa. See, for me, they're both horror movies, just because there's so much more. You spend so much of the movie just dr- in dread yeah. of of this entity and what it can do. And there's more. I feel like there's more of the movie that's focused on dreading the alien and or the xenomorph and dreading Bruce the shark than. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is of actual attacks from the xenomorph. So not to lump them in together for obvious reasons, but uh, in that definition, is Predator a horror movie? I think it has some elements. I mean, I think Predator relies more on on the action than the others do, though. On, on than Jaws and and Alien. Definitely than Jaws. I don't know, man. Alien's got a lot of. I don't know. I feel like Alien is mostly hiding and. It's like moving down corridors, right? I feel like there's there's like a, an innate fight or flight reaction when you when you're categorizing these. Like the the main characters, are they facing something that they feel equipped and equal with that they can battle or they can stave off or they can do something to retard their advances? Versus horror, where it's like, are they hiding? Are they running? Are they trying to avoid are they outmatched in every way are they acting like they're outmatched like uh, It Follows for example I haven't seen it which is bad but you can talk about it like well it's 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 a movie that the main construct of the movie is that you can't really confront it like like that's nobody confronts it for most of the movie because it's just the whole point of it is just escape escape Mm. this horror thing you can't can't beat it and there's and there's that turn often in movies where it's you know Fight, 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 and then we have to fight. The turn, yeah. yeah. It's it's the desperation sure. stand. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, obviously there's a there's a spectrum mm-hmm. where you know something can be more. It can be both horror and action, I right. think. And but it can be a little like it can be like sixty percent action or forty percent action. Like compare Alien to Aliens, and like Aliens, I'm sure some would still consider that hor- like horror. In ways, but it is way more action yeah, than mm-hmm. Alien. Uh, and I think Predator is more like Aliens, and Jaws is more like Alien. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking about it. I was going to ask you guys since you guys are up on your dates. Uh, Halloween did it come before or after Jaws? After, because Halloween seems like not that it has to be, but Michael Myers is is, is land Bruce. It's the same thing, is, you know, with audio, with similar audio cues and just, like, the ever-presence and constant advancing of this unstoppable killer. Right. So I would, with that comparison in mind, I would say, that, yeah, Jaws is a horror movie. Sure. 
What about a, a, another horror movie that's not supernatural in any way? Is uh, that one where uh, the the deaf woman is in the house? Hush, hush. hush mm-hmm. I think is clearly a horror movie. Strangers. Some definitely thing. horror. No supernatural. Hush is interesting. I just watched Gerald's Game uh, <clears throat> this past week, which is directed by the guy who directed Hush. Oh. Um, which is similar in that in Hush, uh, where it's um, there's nothing really supernatural about it, but it's all about like perception of the character. You know, you've got Carla Gugino's character who's tied to a bed and starts hallucinating. Like immediately hallucinating, and I, I think it's a horror movie, even though nothing is really coming to get her. Right. Um, but she thinks things are. I don't know. That's also weird. I hadn't really thought that thought out completely yet. No, it is. It is strange if it's not real to the character. Does that make it supernatural or not? You if, know what I mean. If at any point you can rationalize. Putting yourself in the character's shoes, not just like, you know, watching it being like, well, that's not real, that's stupid, she's afraid. But like, if you can rationalize, like, well, there's a universe where what's happening isn't actually happening, what's happening on screen isn't actually happening, you know. Like the village. The village of horror movie? Hmm. Hmm. I would need to rewatch it to see. I'm sure there are aspects of horror in it. Like, there are aspects of horror in. I mean, the M9 porcupine movies. monsters. Yeah, walking in onto a village. It's like the the signs is has those elements. It's more horror than it is really. I mean, I guess it's more of just straight drama, but it's got um, horrifying moments. Yeah, yeah. Six Sense of Horror, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I think just because something maybe isn't as scary doesn't make it less of a horror movie. It oh yeah, for it, sure. Um, it Comes at Night is definitely a horror movie and there was nothing scary about that movie. Oh yeah, it was just, yeah. I, I don't even, I don't, I don't really remember what like the big bad was that was out in the woods. You don't. Yeah, you don't know. Right. You just are told by the patriarch, like there's something bad out there, don't go there. Right. Um, I was thinking about that movie a lot for, recently. Still thinking about, it. I'm still trying to think of non-supernatural yeah. horror movies. There's not a ton. No, it, it's more common for supernatural elements. Because they're explain. scarier. Right. Because they can't be explained. Yeah. It's. I wonder if it's just easier to like, like if it's easier as little, someone writing the little story. Little bit of a cop-out kind of? Like, mm-hmm. a, I, I don't want to call it a cop-out, no, but, but it's I mean, just like a, like, ooh, I can do so much more things if I don't have to rationalize them within like real world physics or the way the world there's works. There's a, so I'm listening to the Black Tapes podcast, which is a horror fiction podcast done in like an investigative journalist style mm-hmm. and the one of the main characters is a guy who had started a, an institute debunking paranormal videos um, and he makes the claim in the first episode that the burden, on, burden of proof is not on him it's on the people who experience the paranormal because pretty much because like the scientific method exists mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like I could the world that we all live in the paranormal things can't happen. You have to prove to me that they can, and then we'll change how the way we think. But until then, like you have to prove it to me. Yeah. Um, and there's a psychic. A recent episode that has a really good counter to that, which is just like, like that's the easiest cop out ever. Like to say, prove the unexplainable to me. 
Because that's what the paranormal is. It's the unexplainable. Yeah. Even if we see a ghost, we don't know why it's there. We don't know if it was ever a human. We don't know anything about it. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't explain it to you. I can explain I, it. I can tell you that I saw it. Right. Yeah. That, that is it. We all also saw a movie recently that would not be supernatural, but I would call it horror. Get out. Raw. No, I didn't see Raw. Oh, you didn't see Raw? No. But I don't care if you guys talk about the details of it. It's hard to not call it supernatural. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not hard to not call it supernatural. It's hard to be like, it's definitively not supernatural. There is a a device that doesn't exist in the known world that charges that movie, I feel like. What? I mean, that they're cannibals. That they have that disease. That's oh, not a normal thing. That's right. Like a carry... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That it carries on from... Right. And that's not even a... I know you don't care, but it's not even a spoiler. Yeah, from the title of the movie, I thought... Had you figure they, they eat human flesh in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Also from the cover of the DVD. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Blood running out of her mouth. Yeah. Just, but it's it's it's, it's yeah. close to not being supernatural, though. I just don't know if I can definitively say one way or the other. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have, I have a question kind of leading off that. Do you... I know that it's easy when they start it, but do you now consider zombie movies horror movies? So the first one I always think of is Shaun of the Dead, and I say, yeah, that's a horror comedy. Yeah. Zombieland, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... And like 28 Days Later is definitely horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead, obviously horror. You know. I'm trying to think of one that I wouldn't. That you wouldn't call See, horror. there's... Like, obviously the Resident Evil movies. Like iZombie? <laughs> I've never seen that, but... Uh, I've never seen it, but Warm Bodies comes to mind, maybe, as a as a non-horror zombie movie, because it's more... Isn't it like a romance? Yeah. 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 But yeah, I guess a lot of like the, the Romero stuff... Um, you know, all like the the of the deads later yeah. on, like Land of the Dead. Like it's, I guess I would call them horror. Yeah. But at the point where you're in a horror movie and you've engineered like a giant like dump truck that has saw blades that spin out the back and like flamethrowers attached to it and like a cow pusher on front, it's like eh, I don't really think that this is a horror movie anymore. It's like scary movie to me. Like it sits in that space, but and it draws reference from it. But I don't know. Um, I don't know if y'all are interested. I pulled up uh, so allmovie.com. This is not great reviews or anything, but uh, it's uh, it does have a lot of um, cataloged genres and subgenres. Hmm. And so oh, it gets it gets crazy too. All, all movies. Or at least all music. Used all to. music does. Yeah, yeah I get really crazy. So they've mm-hmm. got ten subgenres of horror. Hmm. Uh, they are costume horror, which I clicked on, and that's basically old gothic, like Phantom of the Opera type stuff. Uh, just old old movies. Uh-huh. They're creature films. Werewolf Frankenstein. Which they list. Uh, actually, the top two creature horror movies they list are Alien and Jaws. Hmm. Nice. Um, King Kong, Frankenstein, the host is in their top uh, top top ten. Cool. Um, haunted house movies. Number one, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, <laughs> that's an easy one. Uh, the Haunting. Number two, Monster House. The Haunting is on. Monster House is on there. <laughs> uh, Poltergeist is high. Okay. The Shining. Horror comedy. Any guesses as to their great horror comedies? John Frankenstein. 
Young Shaun, Frankenstein's number one. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is number eight. Oh. I don't know if these are characters. Right, right, right. Scary movie one through four. Scream? That would be bad. No. Um, I don't even know this one. Carmina. But uh, Drag Me to Hell. I mean, he's got good reviews. It's supposed to be really good. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, American Were- Werewolf in London. Yeah. Is on there? Uh, the 80s Little Shop, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, we Natural Horror. So this is... Natural Horror. Expl- oh, so it's basically... This, are, this is the list we should have been looking for. It's things that are not supernatural. But it's, it says uh, a horror film... Featuring nature running amok, but does include mutated beasts, carnivorous insects, and normally harmless animals or plants. Can so, uh, Jaws, again, like, okay. appears here. And again, this is more like Venn Diagrams covering yeah, right. movies falling into multiple. The Birds. Okay. Yeah. That's one of those where it's like, is this supernatural? I don't know. We don't know. I always want somebody to tell me what that, what the hell happened <laughs> in that movie. Like, how did this start? I want the Genesis. I need a... I need a prequel to Birds. <laughs> Don't worry. The 2018's prequel to The Birds. <laughs> the Eggs. <laughs> it's, that, it's that eggshell white painting you were talking about. All the time are like, we've answered the question. The Eggs. <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Uh, sadistic horror. Alright, that's Strangers. Saw and Hostile. Yeah. Uh, they include Raw here as one of their best examples of sadistic mm-hmm. horror. Um Human Centipede would fall into this category. Yeah, like any that. of the Rob Zombie horror movies. Both yeah. versions of Last House on the Left make this list. <laughs> a ghost story. <laughs> um, a ghost story might be this year's La La Land for me. <laughs> the movie that everybody thinks is amazing except me. Yeah, except me. And I just like can't stop looking for cheap jokes. Uh, science fiction horror is a subgenre, which also 2001. includes the aliens. So they don't include 2001. I guess they don't think of it as a horror movie. Um, Weird. It's scary. Certainly has those elements. Yeah. Um, I think it might be psychological, but it's definitely sci fi too. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex horror. Uh, let's see. Oh, they include like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he struck her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has uh, that movie Teeth. You oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. We, watched, we used to watch that at Brown's apartment. Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> and then you got slasher movies and supernatural horror are the the last two categories. But uh, that, those are some subgenres that yeah. at least somebody recognizes. Um, we saw a uh, Happy Death Day. This past weekend, mm-hmm. uh, Chris and I did in the in the theater. Uh, it was weird. It definitely started off as very slasher and ended very like action comedy. Yeah, it was. So if you don't know the premise, it's Groundhog Day, except every day ends with the main character being killed um, by by one killer, um, who is wearing <laughs> is this, well. It is well, with yeah. her being killed. Yeah. yeah. And it's the, it is the dumbest antagonist because it's wearing a mask that looks like a baby because she goes to college at Bayfield. Bayfield University. And it's the Bayfield Babies. <laughs> it's like Chris said after outside of the theater, he was like, so they found that mask and they were like, okay, make the university the babies. <laughs> this will be our mask. Yeah. 
But, you know, if it took itself seriously, you would, like, hold that against it. But it doesn't. Um, it tries to. It's the only reason I, I docked it a few on my... Right. Um, you know, Chris doesn't rate movies, but I think I gave it three stars. Because it tries to take itself seriously at a point or two. Get a little overly dramatic. Yeah. And if that wasn't there, it would have been a lot better. Well, it, it seems like it's the... It's the uh, Happy Death Day is, is the... October release for uh, for trying to get people to go see scary Halloween movie or not scary but like yeah. it's your Halloween movie this year maybe mm-hmm. um, except yeah yeah sorry I mean there was it also Snowman's coming out and there's Boo too there is a movie that is coming out our theater teased it it's called Keep Watching and it's coming out on October 31st at 10pm and mm-hmm. only at 10pm uh, one showing. It's got coral in it. Coral. Coral. All right. Um, <laughs> but it looked kind of look kind of cool. Looks spooky. The premise of it is uh, somebody is watching inside this house, like on like webcams and stuff, and they basically shut the house off from the outside world. And so, for somebody's entertainment, they have to like fight off these things. Um, look, look kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. The we got a new trailer too for the Conjureverse, which is definitely supernatural horror if there ever was one. Yeah, but uh, the Conjure Insidious three or four, Insidious four. But it's it's not called Insidious four; it's Insidious and then a subtitle. But uh, that scene was really well done of the night vision goggles, where they can see the night vision and she can't, and they're like reach out in front of you, and you're seeing what they see in the night vision, but not what she's in a pitch black room. He's like, you're about to touch, you're about to touch her, and it's just it's like like horrific zombie looking like monster lady she can't see her and she's just like reaching out real close to her but you can see it in night vision and she can't see it at all the character can't it was really well done nice. yes yeah. but uh, those those movies are generally yeah they're not good <laughs> yeah I'm not a huge huge fan I guess Insidious is not in the Conjureverse or is it it is okay it's got a it's got Patrick, Patrick Wilson, Wilson playing two characters <laughs> and Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga yeah Playing that couple. Yeah, because Patrick Wilson is not playing the couple in the first Insidious. Mm. Remember? He's the dad. He's not the paranormal debunker dude. Then I don't know. Uh, I did see Halloween in the theater since our last podcast. That's it was cool. on my watch list. It was really good. Definitely a slasher. Definitely horror. Uh, almost no jump scares, which... God, I wish people would stop doing that. Yeah. It's way creepier when it's like a silhouette at the top of a dark staircase. Yeah. And you can kind of make out the big blade. Yeah. Um, Happy Death Day had a really stupid jump scare. It was the very first jump scare. The very first like scare scare where it was, it's like, in the so she's walking to this party at the end of the day um, and comes across this music box in this tunnel. Like a tunnel, like going under like railroad tracks, like we had at UGA and other universities. Um, and so she walks in and she stops and she turns around and the guy with the baby mask is standing there. And he's just standing there and that's not the jump scare. And she's just like talking to him, telling him, like, fuck off. Like, you know, I'm not scared of you. And that to me is like the scary part of that moment. Yeah. But then like he rushes off to the side and she's like, oh, fuck this. And like starts like walking out of the other end of the tunnel. And then. It does the big piano sting and him like dropping down, yeah. but it does that before she sees him. Right. 
And it was just like, you know, it got me because it was a loud noise when it wasn't a loud noise. Um, but it was just so, so schlocky to, to use that when it's not a time when the character would be scared at all. It was just like, it was too soon. And I don't know. My favorite horror movies are never going to be the ones that was like, oh, but the jump scares in it were really good. Right. Like in The Ring, when it does the two cutaways, the really fast cutaways to the the people's faces. That's good though, because it gets seared in your fucking eyeball. Yeah, but those are the jumps. Those are like the two jump scares. Yeah. Everything else is just like how fucking eerie and creepy yeah. the video is or Samara is. Samara, the Ring is a yeah. fantastic horror movie, I think. I mean, I think it's, it's near the top for, for the past 17 years for this century. It's up there. Yeah. Nice. I really liked it. Have you seen The Ring, Brent? Uh, when it came out. Okay. So, I don't remember a lot of specifics from it, but I thought it was good. What are y'all's favorites in the in the horror, horror genre? Mine, my favorite horror movie, I think, is Rosemary's Baby. Um, yeah. And just because, and it has, like, no jump scares. It is just a... A very slow building sense of horror. A permanent squirm. Like at the it's beginning of the movie, it's movie. you're just like, oh, this is this is fun, and then the, like 15 minutes into the movie, you're like, this is something's weird. This is weird, and then about halfway through the movie, it gets to be like something's wrong. What's wrong? And then you, there's not like a there's not like a clearly defined uh, thing that is wrong until well into the movie. It's just which which really speaks to how well they build the horror in the movie. Yeah. But when the horror can just exist without you being able to tie it to anything. To the end too, when she's walking through the room with all the old people, mm-hmm. it's just uneasy. Yeah. Yeah. They're like bacchanalia. Yeah, they're always looking at her. And to me that's way more horrific than like a Freddy or Jason or or Michael Myers or something like that because you can you can kill those. I mean, I know some of them are like it can't be killed. They're back for more. Right, but yeah. like that's an entity. That you can just like slay. This is just a group of people who live next door to you, and they just there's there's nothing you can do. I mean, my mind's the shining, and kind of for the same reason is like I'm not as scared of Jack Torrance running through the house trying to kill me. I'm scared of just like being watched by these things that don't wish me well. It's you know the unsettling. I hate feeling unsettled. Yeah. You know? That's one of the. It's way worse to be like, oh my god, like that. I get over that immediately. Yeah, like that's gross. Yeah, I mean, but like that. Jump that scare. That when you go outside to run to your car, and it's like one in the morning where you're like, <laughs> like <laughs> looking around. That's that's what is makes a great horror flick. I, I do think The Shining is one of the better jump scare. I don't know if you would call it. I don't know exactly how to define a jump scare, but it's like a, a moment that is there to like shock you to be like, yeah, bam. That's uh, to me. It's Danny on the. On the little trike going around, and he sees the twins. Oh uh, yeah, that's one of the better, ju- better done, better executed jump scares for me in a movie. Yeah, and I guess it is kind of a jump scare. I never and really thought about yeah. that. And one. that's why I don't think all jump scares are bad. But jump no. scares, for the sake of jump scares, sure. are if that's all you're relying on to sell tickets, which clearly The Shining does not just rely on moments like that. But that moment is pretty, is pretty good because. Comes around that I don't know. He goes around a few corners to the point where you're just, you start to expect it, and then yeah. you're just like, oh, maybe there's not. A thing. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 why? Yeah, yeah. Come play with us, Danny. 
I think mine would, would probably be The Exorcist. I feel like we picked the top three. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was kind of in this in this tier of movies that I have where it's like it had to actually scare me a little for me to call it my favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the two that you guys mentioned are in there, um, but like also like Paranormal Activity scared the shit out of me. Um, you know, like The Ring was a terrifying movie when I saw it. You know, now I watch it and be like, eh, whatever. But that's I also have the benefit of watching it for a second time, uh, and already knowing it. And Poltergeist for sure scared the shit me as a kid. Um, then once I got back to Poltergeist, clown, I was like, it's, clown did, but the rest of it. It's, it's the I've Exorcist. Really, I've never seen Poltergeist. I did not like Paranormal Activity when I saw it. I just I thought it was I don't know. Thought it was like stupid, it was, like goofy. Yeah, a little. I don't, I, I don't know if I would call it good. I was too busy being scared the whole time. I really was. Mm-hmm. It scared the bejesus out of me. And I was... It's the one with the girl in the bed, right? In the, the, it's the bedroom. Yeah. The camera. Dinosaur feet demon. <laughs> That's what I refer to him as. <laughs> um, well, because she puts the salt on the floor so he can't come in the room. And then you see his footprints. And I was like, he's got three dry toes. Why'd they give him... God damn it. <laughs> Fucking Velociraptor devil. <laughs> Perfect combo. So I've only seen part of The Exorcist, so this is my story of The Exorcist. I think you've heard this before, which is, uh, so I used to play, or I guess, I don't know, I'm still current, I guess, playing in this trivia tournament annually, and uh, I, uh, the guy who runs it really likes The Exorcist. So one year I thought, well, one movie that would be good for me to have seen before we go try to win $1,000 or whatever would be The Exorcist. So it's like, one o'clock the night before we're going to go play in this trivia tournament. <laughs> and I decided to put it on Netflix. This is back when Netflix had the disc that I put in my PlayStation 3. Magic disc. The magic disc to watch all these streaming movies. And uh, I started The Exorcist. And uh, I got like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes in. I was like, this is fine. And uh, then it's the scene where she, the mom is just like, she's going to get groceries and she's walking down the sidewalk. The music starts. And the music starts. The tubular bells start. Mm-hmm, yeah. And at that point, I was like, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read about it on Wikipedia. And that's exactly what I said. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to read about the plot synopsis on Wikipedia so that I'm all prepared for tomorrow and I don't have to watch this anymore. So music playing over something that the screen absolutely not scary. That music just bothered me, and I just that's that's effective music right there. Yeah, no shit, right? Um, I mean, I think that's important in a good horror movie. Is now look at the top ones um, I mentioned. Yeah, some of the best scores of all time in cinema. Yeah, with you know Halloween, Jaws. Oh yeah, most <laughs> iconic score of all time. Maybe after like Star Wars, it's Jaws. Oh, that guy's got like probably the twenty most iconic. I was actually we can do another podcast for another day just talk about John, John Williams. Williams. I was thinking about that the other day, like John Williams. At first, I was I was thinking like after he dies, like oh, there's going to be more like great scores, like great iconic scores like that. And then I thought, I don't know, there haven't been any with that other than him though. Like there haven't been that many. Yeah, I mean, Hans Han Zimmer, Zimmer is really good. I mean, yeah. he he was the the guy right around when like uh, Batman Begins came out with that with his big bassy trailer cuts I guess the difference is like I, I think Hans Zimmer does do great scores but the difference is that like I can't just hum them 
Right. Yeah, he didn't write the fucking like Olympic theme, which makes me want to like go fight for my country every time I hear it. <laughs> or just Indiana Jones or yeah. Star Wars. Like those are all like just Jurassic Park. They're songs that I just I like him be like, Yeah, I got a score for Joss. <laughs> like literally the two notes that are together on a keyboard. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> but that is the yeah. that's the that's the tricky part. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. The, the big thing that always brings up this genre is, it feels like we're wrapping up a little bit, is uh, that the best, the only, there's only been one Best Picture winner that's a horror movie, and it's Silence of the Lambs. And I always am just like, no, no, no. That movie is not even under the umbrella of horror to me. Yeah, me neither. That's, that, it is pretty cons- uh, widely considered horror, though. It is. I know, and I don't understand it. That's why I always want to have this conversation. If, if you put that as a horror movie, then I think you have to put all of Alfred Hitchcock's movies as horror movies. I think a lot of people would. I think that's crazy. I do too. Well, no. I think, okay. Like, I th- Vertigo's not I, I certainly think more of, I think Silence of the Lambs is more thriller than anything. It is a it is a pretty standard investigative thriller. Uh-huh. It is a police procedural. Right. That being said, among those, it comes closer to horror than most any other in that genre. So I can at least understand why some people. I, I think people just want to give a win to the horror genre. The way we were talking about some people don't want this genre of music in their camp. Some people are like, no, we're fucking claiming that. Like, yeah, yeah. Silence of the Lambs is more uh, more right. like horror than it is like Lincoln and like dramas and biopics. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll just take so, it. So not scary to me. Like, none of it. I mean, the, the night vision scene... Norm, none of it. <laughs> the night vision scene at the end is like really intense. Yeah. And that's, I, mean, I think that that's, that is the moment of true horror in the whole movie. Yeah. But even still, like, I don't think that's, like, one scene can't, can't just, like, it's not a litmus test. It can't just, like, trip you into horror because you've got that one scene that's... I call it a ghost story of, it's a movie about competitive eating. <laughs> 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 I mean, while I do, I, I mean, let me preface this by saying... I agree. It's a it's a thriller. It's not really a, a horror movie. But I'm trying to. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate on behalf of the people who, the rest of the world, the rest of the much. world, the devils. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be their advocate. Um, do you think that it, there's any chance that by now we are a little desensitized to the horror element that Anthony Hopkins brought to that movie? Like just from having seen, like maybe it's so iconic at this it's still, point. It's scary. Post Escape. That is scary, thrilling. I think a lot of I think a lot of people were probably horrified by him in the cell. Yeah, his performance. The performance is fantastic. It's just not it's not scary. It's uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Well, one of the things I was thinking about earlier when you were reading the all movies lists um, that came to mind again because uh, you know I like making stupid jokes about like old people are stupid, um, but like the, in the '30s, King Kong was considered a horror movie, mm-hmm. like. It's, well, we, cra- we were, it's crazy to me now. Yeah, we, yeah, but you put yourself in those shoes. We didn't. We thought gorillas were fake until thirty years before that movie came out. We didn't know they were real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the states, we didn't know gorillas were real. They were. Animals? I mean, they were discovered by the Western world in the late eighteen hundreds. Oh, okay. I, in my mind, I thought you meant that we were aware of gorillas and thought they were a hoax. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that that has also happened with other animals. Yeah. 
Was it a rhinoceros or something? That it was, was a the duck-billed platypus made of uh, rounds in like the 60s. They were like, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> Look at that dumb thing. There's no way that's That's not even a good joke. <laughs> Design something realistic and then maybe we'll me, believe me it. Meanwhile, duck-billed platypus. <laughs> Pouting with his arms crossed. Fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, well, we haven't mentioned this yet, but it's something we talked about beforehand, which was uh, the concept of thriller versus horror, really. And, and we touched on it a little bit with silence, but uh, a lot of people, and I actually, when I was a kid, I used those terms interchangeably. I thought they were the same thing. I mm-hmm. think my local video store threw all the horror movies onto a shelf called Thriller. Mm-hmm. And. Also, I think Michael Jackson's video for Thriller really confused a lot of people <laughs> in the long term because he made a horror-themed music video for a song called Thriller. and Because he uh, loved American Werewolf in London. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but I think we're all in agreement. A thriller is not, a, a horror, they, a movie can be both. Yes. But one is not a subgenre of the other. I don't necessarily think so. no. Um, when I think of thrillers, I think of of like I don't know, like spy thrillers, like espionage movies, and or I mean, it, I really, I really hate that this is the first movie that came to mind. But Nick of Time is like a, <laughs> like, it's a shitty thriller. It's a real bad thriller, but it's a, right. it's a you know like a race against time. You're worried that someone's gonna get a task accomplished, or I don't know. Serial killer serial killer movies are thrillers to me, without necessarily being horror movies. Horror movies. Yeah. I mean, I even yeah, I think a thriller's hard because I feel like thriller tends to fall under the umbrella of something else, even though it doesn't have to. Like it's always like drama thriller. Like yeah, like I feel like thriller, spy action, thriller. action thriller. Like yeah. Jurassic Park is a action thriller. Yeah. Um, whereas like I don't know it's hard though like any any action movie needs to be a thriller or it's not a good action movie National Treasure is a action thriller you know what I mean it's not very good I mean I love that fucking movie yeah. I, will, I will fight so anybody I, on that I would disagree I would, I would put I think their action can go in one of two ways and still be good I think it can be a thriller like Jurassic Park and, and make you really concerned for characters or it can be more adventure, and that's what I think of as like National Treasure. Not really a thriller, but more of just like an action adventure movie. It's like there's no point in that movie. You're like Nicholas Cage might, yeah, someone die. Can die here, right, right. The good guys are gonna make it. Yeah, it's like that's, Indiana, that's, that's sort true. of the Indiana Jones style, where it's just you're there for fun. You're it's fun action, whereas thriller is more tense action. See, yeah, and like that. I think like like. Get Out for me is like the top thriller movie I can think of. Is I don't really put it in the in the horror camp. I do. <laughs> this podcast got us nowhere. <laughs> no, I do too, but I think it's definitely both. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sure. it's for the first half. It's it's more horror because it's building and it's that like, and then, and then you find out what's going on, and then it just becomes straight thriller, which yeah. is just like, can he get out? It does the unsettling thing though when the. Uh, Grandpa running after running running yeah. laps at night, like run, run up my car to you know forgot my wallet. Gotta go get my car at one a.m. Like open the door, I'm just like, I really hope there's not some large man sprinting straight at me. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. 
<laughs> pull a pull a uh, friend of ours and be like, uh, oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like, God, put my head in my arms. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, for for like thriller, not like a not horror thriller. Like uh, I think The Usual Suspects fits that. Hmm. It's like a mystery thriller to me. Because it's it's a very tense. I don't know. It's a very tense. That's weird. Movie. See, I just put that in like a. That's a whodunit. Whatever that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah, but a, it's it's not a mystery just, movie. It's yeah. not just the mystery though. Like there is there is tenseness. <laughs> I was hoping you never found a word and you just always called them whodunits. <laughs> I mean, that's people use that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, that would have been better. Oh, I think it's a straight like mystery though. DJ, what's your favorite movie genre? I like whodunits. <laughs> Sorry. Whodunits and you donuts. Yeah. <laughs> like all the donuts. I like he donuts. I'm over the Claire's. Establish the bad guy real fast. <laughs> he done it. He did. Yeah. I hate law and order. <laughs> Sorry to sidetrack us. No, I don't think. Yeah. This is more freeform. Anybody got anything else to, to add? I think we're about uh, about an hour, yeah? Yeah. We are. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah. Yeah, we've decided nothing. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I don't think that, that these are my... These aren't my go-to genre. When I'm thinking about the month of October, though, I want to watch as many horror movies as possible. Because... I just like how creative these can be and because the other 11 months out of the year I don't seek them out like Dead Snow which is a really stupid idea for a movie is highly regarded Hmm. um, because it is a horror movie about Nazi zombies and it it calls its shot and it fucking swings the fences and I gotta give a movie props for that so even though they may not be the best films and you can't have nose in the air discussions about them, respecting a studio like Troma back in the day or like now I uh, noticed it when we saw Happy Death Day, like Blumhouse. Uh, Blumhouse, yeah. Like good stuff. Happy Death Day had a very singular idea and a very simple story that it wanted to tell with like, you know, minor twists and turns, and it just fucking went for it. And it was just un- unashamedly telling a stupid story. Mm-hmm. And to the point where, and this is, I think the best joke of the movie. At the very end of it, someone's like, "You know that? You know what you've been telling me about? You know what that reminds you of that movie Groundhog Day." <laughs> she goes, "I'm sorry, I don't like. What is that?" He's like, "You know, like Bill Murray." She's like, "Sorry, I can't help you." Like it, it is so self-aware that I laugh. I appreciate that. I laugh so hard at that one part though. Like been overlapping at a. She was getting murdered at one point. She was on the bed in like this big college frat party. And uh murderer was like on top of her on the bed. About to stab her. And this guy walks in and he was like, look, he's real drunk. And she goes, ah! She's screaming and the baby face looks at him. He just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and just walks back up. <laughs> it was really good. But yeah, so I, I love that the October and Halloween and this podcast get me to this point every year where I'm like, I'm gonna see what else is out there. What's yeah. what's going on in the horror world? What what can I put in my eyeballs right now? Yeah, I'm glad that we had this topic ready for today because it at least got me to the point where I was pressing play on Raw because I'm that's one of those movies where 
I think I would have had a tough time over the next few months just like just making myself watch it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I did the same with Gerald's game. I wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Mm-hmm. There's, there are plenty of not that it's a bad movie, but there are plenty of bad movies that I could have watched instead of it. And it's not exactly horror, but the, I think the second half of Colossal also kind of fits for me as, in terms of a like a psychological horror profile. That's one of my. It definitely gave me those those feelings of like, oh man, this character is in a really, really bad place right now from outside forces. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Is a, is it uh, that movie bends genres, uh, and it somewhat becomes horror uh, horror like in 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 ways. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, it's not. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. I don't. Want, I just don't want to talk about the ending a lot. Sure. I know, um, I know Chris doesn't really care, but that movie in particular takes a a few ninety degree turns. Like. Yeah, it's it. it I read that Anne Hathaway said that uh, she had wanted to do a movie like Being John Malkovich before. And I was like, well, I think you found it because Being John Malkovich is a good comparison because it's another movie that like starts off one way and then it kind of turns in a different direction in the in a similar vein. Um, I don't know what direction. All while being comedic. <laughs> but it goes in a direction. Right. Anyway. That's horror movies. <laughs> you gonna take us out, Brent? Uh, that was uh, Talkie Talk. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or any podcatching app of your choice. Contact us at themediabias at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at themediabias. You can. Like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. And we have three correlating groups. Games by us. Movies by us. TV by us. I'd like to thank the Willow Walkers for providing the intro music. And thank you, Boo Reefa, for providing the outro music. Boo Reefa. Like, uh, I also want to recommend, check out the website. There's uh, daily articles now going up on themediabias.com. We are providing written content. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> on a regular basis. First we had your ears, and now we've got your eyes. That's right. Noses are next. <laughs> um, we're already doing that to ourselves in here. Smellovision vision <laughs> coming to you soon. No, uh, I, I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. And uh, oh, please uh, rate us on iTunes. That helps increase uh, visibility, even if it's a bad rating. <laughs> so we're gonna be we're gonna be one of the top sixty thousand podcasts one day. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> Kicking rocks down old dusty roads Small town slowpokes long time ago Kicking out records of all the things that I know All the things that I know